Weekday afternoon replay from Money FM 89.3. Get view on Money FM 89.3. It's time to get right down to business. JP Ong joining me now for Market View. And what's happening, JP? Well, markets are, uh, they're not uh, looking too good this uh, Thursday, actually. And you're also seeing the Straits Times Index today here in Singapore continuing those declines. We did come off of that Wednesday that was, dare I say, a little bit drab, a touch horrendous, actually, for markets when the STI fell by 1.5%. Today, we're seeing the local benchmark again down by about six points. It's not as bad as when you look at the rest of Asia at the mm-hmm. moment. You're seeing markets in Japan, for instance, down by about 0.2%. And markets in greater China also seeing significant losses. The Hang Seng in Hong Kong down by 0.8%. Shanghai and Shenzhen both down by about 0.7% each. And all of this also coming at roughly 11 hours since the Fed made their policy decision. We've talked, you talked about it a bit uh, just a while ago in the news. It was seen as a bit of a, mid- a mid-cycle adjustment from uh, Jerome Powell and friends. But he did say that while they are thinking about possibly doing a mini easing cycle, emphasis on mini, he also said that don't expect this to actually lead to a continues a gradual reduction of rates moving forward because he did highlight that the economy is still relatively strong. Mm-hmm. So this was seen, and some market investors actually coined this as a as a, being a hawkish rate cut from the Fed. And I think f- uh, investors were hoping for a bit of a roadmap from Jerome Powell, from Fed Chair Jerome Powell, as to whether or not they're going to continue to cut rates and at what pace it was going to be. But if he he was hinting that it is very possible this is a one and done deal at least for the year. This not really being seen as positive from markets. We saw U.S. President Donald Trump say that once again. Um, my, his pick. He wasn't happy with it. He wasn't happy with it. He hasn't been happy with with Jerome Powell, who, by the way, was his pick mm-hmm. for Federal Reserve Chair, actually. He hasn't been happy with how they've actually been uh, cutting rates, and he says that they they should embark on an easing cycle. But uh, it has to be uh, it has to be said, or or we have to remind our listeners too that central banks they don't tend they look at the markets for clues, but their mandates are not really to respond to market to markets and to prop up markets. So what they are looking out for is making sure that they can achieve inflation targets mm-hmm. and that they can also make sure that they're full employment. Depends on who what the mandates are. For the Fed, that's their mandate. They're saying that employment's at their lowest in decades. They're saying that inflation is already showing signs of coming to within their policy targets also. And because of these risks that they're seeing in the economy that could happen down the road, they're saying that we just want to make this one cut to try and give you guys a little bit of cushion. But this is not going to continue a continuous lowering of rates. That didn't make markets happy, but we also have to remind our listeners that that central banks, they're not, they generally are not at the beck and call of markets also. Mm-hmm. And this could be them also asserting their independence and also their, their yeah, and, and, and the fact that they are autonomous from what markets are doing. But definitely they take a look at what's going on and look for signals, but yeah, not necessarily as a, this is my end goal. We're going to try to prop the markets up. That's not the end goal for most central so banks. So what do either. you make of what uh, the president said, though, that it's not in keeping with global trends? Because yes, the U.S. economy is still doing good, but the rest of the world is starting to show a slowdown. Well, I think uh, our signs also of a slight slowdown in the U.S. Mm-hmm. We did see second quarter GDP come in slower than in the first quarter. But then again, that's 2.1%. Now, if you are in a developed country, it doesn't matter for the U.S. If you're Japan, anyone in the Western European uh, region, if you get 2.1%, you're pretty, you're, you're rather happy. In fact, if Singapore got 2.1%, that's usually seen as a relatively decent set of GDP growth figures also, especially in this downturn. I think, what, uh, I think what's happening now is is that a lot of central banks have started to lower rates mm-hmm. and a lot of them, a lot of the developed central banks have hinted that they're going to lower, lower rates. But we have to remind our listeners too that the ECB and the Bank of Japan and their recent uh, policy decisions, they didn't lower rates. In some ways, they were actually waiting for the Fed okay. to actually start uh, to move forward. So in, 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 in essence, the last couple of months, it's been the Fed that's been moving. And I think it's also fair to, uh, fair to point out that 
right now, policy rates in the U.S. are around 2.25%. So they still have room to actually cut if things get worse. So the question is, do you fire your bullets now or do you fire your bullets later when it gets worse? Uh, of course, the flip side argument there is, well, do you wait for it to get worse or do you mm-hmm. fire your bullets now to make sure that the monster stays down and the monster being a global economic downturn? Okay. Yeah. So, uh, the, so these are the things that are moving markets at the moment. But uh, generally, equity markets, they weren't too happy with those uh, with, uh, with that prognosis. Gold's back, uh, back on the rise. We're seeing the dollar index actually after a rate cut, strangely enough, is also strengthening because of these uh, of this proclamation. And uh, no one's uh, is daring to make a move up. Uh, and the STI also down by about eight and a half points so far. Okay. Uh, what else are you watching out for for the rest of the day? Today? Okay, so today we have what are you expecting one to see? more. So we have one more big central bank announcement today. And this I, and I personally find this a little bit more interesting in the Fed. It's going to be the Bank of England. Now, okay. of course, we know we are about a week removed from Boris Johnson assuming the prime minister position in mm-hmm. the UK. And uh, with that, also the odds of a, of a hard Brexit are now higher. So now the question is, hey, Mark Carney and friends, what, how are you adjusting to this new world order you're seeing over in Great Britain? And what is the path forward? The, and, uh, and this Bank of England has actually hinted that they might actually even consider gradual tightening because the pound has weakened so much it's mm-hmm. adding inflationary pressures to the United Kingdom, but it's not the kind of inflation they like. So okay. they might actually buck the trend and try to hike forward, but do they have the room to actually tighten rates? Because the, UK, the British economy itself has been on shaky ground. And here in Singapore, we're looking out for earnings release from the likes of uh, Dairy Farm and Hong Kong Land as well. Okay. All right, JP. Uh, Well, today is August 1st, of course, and from where we came from, uh, JP, people will just say it's one more month to Christmas. Yes, that is true. (laughs) When When the Burr months come on, and Jose Marichan starts to sing, you know exactly So you what's got happening. that picture as well. I get that picture every year. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get it as early as now. And just for <laughs> so. the sake of our listeners, you know, in the Philippines, Christmas starts in the month of September. And now, August 1st, you start getting messages about, you know, it's one just more warning. Words of go. warning and, and wise words of warning. That Christmas is. songs start playing in the radio <laughs> starting September 1st. That is true. That's <laughs> so what we're counting down to. Thank you very much, uh, J- JP. JP on there with Market View on Workday afternoon. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.